Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future Technologies, poised to transform our lives for better or worse, are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hi, hi, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast, Round the Corner, Almost Here Technology. Uh, today I have Stas Oskin, uh, core developer and business development guy with Wings.ai, a decentralized platform enabler out of Israel. How you doing, Stas? Hey, it's great to be on the interview, on the podcast. Yeah. So can you give listeners um, like a low-level, non-technical description of what Wings does? Yeah, sure. So uh, in very natural, what Wings does is enabling uh, communities to evaluate a project's potential. Uh, we have been very closely tracking uh, the uh, situation of uh, crypto crowdfunding uh, uh, processes in uh, this year, namely the ICOs. Uh, and and uh, we decided that we want to bring a bit of order into the, this whole ecosystem and uh, make things stay both and both make things safer for all participants and bridge uh, this uh, you know, brave new world of uh, crypto crowdfunding to mainstream companies. Uh, so in very nutshell, you can look at Wings as uh, a combination uh, between a Kickstarter, a, a DAO, and Over. By this, uh, we mean it is basically taking the best part out of each uh, concept and uh, uh, fusing, the, fusing them in order to make a, a very innovative, but in the same uh, very familiar experience for everybody involved. So you're like a uh, Kickstarter or an, um, a crowdfunding platform for decentralized applications and cryptocurrencies, is that right? Exactly. We basically enable uh, companies both coming from the crypto community and from the mainstream, which are actually our main focus, to come up, uh, come with their, their top idea, make a proposal, get evaluated by the community by the means of uh, forecast markets, which are actually uh, evaluation of prediction markets. Uh, and after they got evaluated, they begin their crowdfunding process and they basically get funded by the community for the execution of their, their uh, vision. Uh, huh. But it doesn't only end there, we also provide tools, both for the project for the community, uh, what is something which we call post-funding, which basically enables to do two things. First of all, make sure uh, the project creators are accountable uh, to their promises, uh, which is a very important thing which is unfortunately missing today, in the crowdfunding world, both mainstream and, of course, crypto crowdfunding, and also to utilize the same community for a, a improved decision-making processes uh, within during the project uh, life uh, cycle. Huh, okay. Why did you um, decide to come into this space? Do you see that there's... You, you mentioned dangers. What, what are the stumbling blocks to you know, DAOs or people that want to create a new cryptocurrency or do an initial coin offering or, you know, any of these things that you help help them accomplish? Yeah. So first of all, we are not newcomers into this. We actually have already been involved in such projects. In our team, we both have people who have been 
uh, working at the such thing like Mastercoin. Mastercoin was basically, was basically the first ICO based on uh, Bitcoin, if you remember. And, uh, now it's called it Omni, and also a uh, Crypti. Crypti was uh, an ICO. It was basically the base, the basis, which later was became known as Lisk. If you remember, Lisk was quite a phenomenon, which actually kickstarted uh, this whole uh, ICO uh, uh, ICO craze for 2016. Uh, and so we we basically have backgrounds from this, and we have identified several uh, uh, problems in this process which we believe solving them will improve the experience for everyone. So problem number one which we aim to solve is uh, enabling the project creators getting the maximum out of their preposition. Uh, in Nashville today, uh, this whole, uh, 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 the, uh, all the crowdfunding uh, both on crypto environment and in mainstream environment have the single problem of being one-shot uh, chat. I mean, you start with your uh, proposal, you launch it, you begin your uh, crowdfunding, but before you actually start with it, you never know how, how successful it will be. And once you see any problems during this crowdfunding, you cannot change anything. I mean, you cannot go back and suddenly change the terms or change the allocation or whatever, because it will basically hurt the, the guys who are already in. So uh, we aim to create a kind of dialogue between the community, which which uh, actually will be basically the, 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 the you know the early so-called customers of this crowdfunding, uh, uh, so this ICO, uh, and they basically enable to create dialogue between them and the project creator uh, in a form which will be uh, without bias. And the prediction markets, which uh, over uh, you know started the whole notion of prediction markets on on, uh, and on blockchain. And oh, okay, yeah. We shape this into forecast markets. Uh, we, be, we believe basically it's the best tool in order to enable the community to give a honest and accurate feedback to the project creator about his proposal, enable him to quickly iterate, pivot so called, with his proposal until he reaches the optimum uh, valuation, let's call it like this, evaluation of his project. So how how will um, how will people give feedback to the core developers of a given uh, initiative, and what will be the mechanism that they get rewarded for giving feedback? Yeah, so we developed a, 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 a mathematical model from scratch. One of our team members is a professor of mathematics who teaches at the Brazil full professor. He also, by the way, was beyond the Yota, if you know this. Uh, System Yota mechanism the tangle, the blockless, uh, blockless uh, uh, chain. Okay. Uh, and we basically created a mechanism which enables rewarding the people for correct predictions, forecast about various parameters, about various, uh, uh, various forecasts, which show that, for example, one can be uh, how much money this project is going to raise, how many bitcoins or ethereums this project is going to raise during its uh, ICO. And uh, this will be able to be very granular and scalar, so meaning the closer you are to the answer, the more reward you're getting. So what basically the form of the reward? Because we are forecast market, this means that in our case there are no risk. People are not gambling in any kind of currency on, on, on markets. They just to be forecast uh, uh, for uh, the success. The project creator basically allocates uh, some amount of tokens on top of this which he distributes mm. to the project backers. 
let's say two, three, four percent, and then he he uses this amount of uh, tokens to distribute it back to the forecasters. And by this approach, he basically creates an interesting model of basically win-win-win, where uh, the project creators doesn't share any kind of uh, uh, anything from the income he gets. I mean, in Kickstarter, for example, it's between five to eight percent where you pay from uh, where, you, where you share with Kickstarter in exchange for their services. In our case, he gets pays nothing. He gets everything he 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 rated. A, a community a evaluation and due diligence, and basically it safeguards them from scams and ensures the project has a certain quality level. And the forecasters are rewarded for their uh, efforts by uh, the project tokens. So basically, everybody. So basically, it makes a better experience for for all involved. Okay, very good. What um what other mechanisms or assistance? Type things as wings provide um, in a in a crypto or a decentralized project. So we have the feedback mechanism with rewards. Um, what else? How about the governance model? Do you yeah. help people pick? So, you know, what do you help people yeah, put in place? So, so this basically was the other uh, issue we wanted to answer on. Uh, a lot of projects, and we've seen this last year, uh, has enough, uh, made a lot of uh, you know a lot of promising, a lot of hyping, but unfortunately did not much follow on those promises, you know, the typing. Uh, we wanted to, and this created a lot of this grant-led, uh, you know, people who participated in those ICOs and those crowdfunding. We wanted to uh, improve this field a bit uh, and make it safer for the participants. And that's why we basically decided to utilize the DAO mechanics, uh, enabling uh, the project creator to split his uh, rated funds into milestones. And then, basically, enable the community decide via consensus whether to release those milestones. In actual, it's very similar to you know what you have in, in standard venture capital. Where if you go and raise money from some VC firm, and especially if you're a, a young uh, company and you don't have much uh, of experience of history behind you, uh, the VC will not give you the whole sum. It will probably give you maybe half of it, maybe a third of it, and put the rest at uh, some kind of escrow, like uh, a lawyer or, you know, a legal advisor, and only after you reach a certain product uh, or a certain traction or certain sales, then uh, he will release the next portion. So we aim it to create something similar where the project creator can break his project, for example, to a certain milestone. Let's say one is testnet, launch it, you know, the testnet where people can actually start uh, playing with it, trying it. The other one is, uh, is production mainnet, uh, the third one, for example, marketing campaign start. The fourth one, maybe some bonus on, on, on sales or, or token price or whatever. And uh, we basically wanted to enable the community, which holds his token, be able to agree on releasing his next amount of funds. Uh, if you think about this, uh, only the decentralization of blockchain enabled such thing possible. Because, for example, Kickstarter cannot do this. I mean, probably they don't want to do this because it, it, it becomes uh, intermediary. It means, in case there are some problems, it can be sued both by the project creator or by the project uh, backers. You know, because it's a very problematic position to be inside. But when you have this decision based on a blockchain, based on smart contracts, okay. and in actual, both of the parties agree 
to those uh, by participating in this ICO. They basically agree to those smart contracts that if a project creator uh, submits a, a request for the funds, then the community has to agree or not agree or not, uh, and, and etc. Uh, basically, there, it removes. Uh, there's, there's no any kind of intermediary because the blockchain itself, the smart contracts themselves, control the funds. There's nobody to come and to you know take to court. Uh, I mean, you won't try. You know, you take all your anonymous. A court uh, or anonymous project participant because you don't even know who you are, you just see transaction. Uh, or you see what about whether to release the next mass or not. Uh, so we basically believe that, the, and this is actually what the DAO, despite its uh, very brief and despite its very painful crash, showed that, that people indeed can come up uh, with the uh, basically blockchain can enable people to come up with decision and be able to implement the, these decisions autonomously. So we aim to create some mechanics for the participating projects in order to be able to uh, create an inclusive trust by breaking up their uh, related funds into milestones and then letting their own community, their own tokens holders, to decide whether they earn the right to release this next milestone or not. Hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense if you have milestones instead of just one big rush. And it's a chance to get people um, excited and keep them excited about a project. Exactly. Uh, this actually the third point which you speak about about keeping them excited is that we aiming to utilize those forecast market mechanics not only for the uh, answering on the question how much money this or that ICO is going to raise, but also to help later on the, the project making the strategic decisions uh, and utilize basically the wisdom of the crowd for, this, uh, for those decisions. A lot of researchers, including the latest one from MIT, has shown that the uh, wisdom of the crowd, when it's augmented by a prediction markets, is basically on the same level and even often uh, higher than, uh, than the level of expert uh, advisory or expert advisor. So we aim to utilize a mechanics into project decision process, and by this both provide the project an advisory from its own community and also keep this community involved in the project. So if, for example, project thinks, okay, should I go to China to market my product or service, or should I go to, I don't know, I mean, India? Should I work on prototype, or should I do more a more a, a, a lot of design, a lot of marketing campaign, or, or, or things like this. We basically enable, uh, we will enable the projects to put those questions to their own community, get the community a forecast on the correct answer, and then to resolve this kind of questions by a variety of mechani mechanics. One of them, for example, can be what the token price is, because if the project, you know, uh, did something right, a rich interruption, managed to get more sales, then obviously the, pro the, pro the uh, token price will increase. The other possible uh, mechanic is by using projects, uh, uh, usage statistics, so, I mean, how many people have been using this uh, blockchain and transactions. The other approach is by connecting to projects, uh, uh, internal CRM and the uh, ERP systems and uh, using them as oracles in order to see if the project sales in order to increase. Uh, and in the nutshell, once such forecast uh, markets resolve, uh, the system will be able to reward uh, people who were correct in their answers with additional tokens as a reward for their work. And by this tool set, which will be 
from all our goals, I mean, probably the last one to launch, but which one we still believe very important, uh, will basically enable to uh, to keep the community involved. And, and which basically is totally missing to them. Today, what you will see happening, people participate in some kind of RCO, they buy the tokens, a big part of them runs and, you know, just dumps the tokens on exchanges, another part of them just sits on this, on this tokens. But all this community is never utilize it, never, uh, never encourage it to provide additional value, and it's quite a shame because, you know, it's a big amount of people, it's thousands of people, people who are basically the early adopters of this project, who can be its best promoters, and there are no efficient tools of utilizing all this goodwill for promoting the project. And we believe that, that once we will be able to provide such kind of uh, reward, such kind of incentive for them, to participate in project, the important decisions, and in its promotion, we will be able uh, to, to, to make the community much more helpful than just being uh, a vehicle for providing uh, funding. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, because if I can, um, you know, I've, I've funded some Kickstarter projects in a low level, but once you do the initial funding, you know, you may get a t-shirt or a mug or, you know, and then you ne never hear from them again, for the most part. Um, it would be a lot nicer to be involved in the decision making and have a voice and shape the creation of things you really care about over time. So I see why that uh, your platform would be so much, it would get so much more interaction and be less wasteful, you know? Exactly. Uh, the, the, so, so basically, when I, when I look at this, we, we, we want to make the, this whole product today, which is on shortcomings, we want to solve them as much as possible by using standardization and then actually bring mainstream projects to, uh, the, to this new way of uh, raising initial capital. Because, you know, the main selling point which you bring to this mainstream project is that we say in people, if you are able to put a blockchain process inside your business, inside your mechanics, not just from superficial, uh, I mean, things just to put away, but you actually can uh, be able to decentralize portion of your activity and make it and, 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 and basically take advantage of this. And surprisingly, a lot of projects with PCAR are able to derive this value from, from, from putting part of their business on, on blockchain. Then you're basically able to raise a capital without giving away your equity. This means you can keep your equity with you, which as you know, equity is the most important part in the projects yearly cycle. Uh, when they often need to give a very big chunk of it for two visits and, 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 and angels or whatever. And then you can keep your equity. You can focus on building the product. You can focus on building traction, maybe bringing some early customers. And then you're able to come to those venture funds, venture capital, with a much more stronger point. You are already not some just a couple of guys with an idea. You may be also a company with a working product. So, and, and, and this is actually something really good for the blockchain and crypto environment itself because, you know, today, uh, we, despite all this noise and Bitcoin hitting 1,000 and whatever, we still a very small community. Maybe, maybe maybe you have uh, 1,200,000 of Bitcoin holders, or out of them uh, which focus on companies and leaders, maybe several tens of thousands, but that's basically all, you know, you don't see uh, the, the whole mainstream businesses are passing, they do, they, put, they do put some interest, they do put some research, but a lot of businesses are, are not yet seeing what kind of benefit they can derive from using blockchain. So by giving enough of those businesses, I mean, and especially catching them, you know, when they're young, when they just start, uh, enabling them to put blockchain into their processes and, and basically giving them back, rewarding them for this, 
by a, a non-equity funding, we believe we basically can create a, a, a much of expansion of the blockchain and a lot of mainstream companies, mainstream businesses, which will be otherwise exposed to the otherwise. So we believe we list at both streamline the current ICOs and projects and we'll streamline them and in the same way expose the blockchain into the mainstream world and bring it closer and further to this brings more adoption into the into just, you know, give you an example, not to speak on empty words, uh, the, the first the company we announced, I think two weeks ago, that's going to use wings for its own uh, ICO, uh, is the college premium, and they basically want to launch uh, an open, uh, decentralized, transparent uh, ad exchange, hmm. uh, exchange and the marketplace. Maybe maybe we read about this. But premium does not come into this, to this thing to be defended. They already have uh, about half a million of active users and uh, about 3 million downloads uh, every month of their already to the product in the area of uh, VOD and video. So they're already coming with an audience uh, which they can market as product. And so you know, imagine yourself that once they launch their pro product and start running its, uh, its product on it, they're already like bringing inside the blockchain concept the, uh, and basically into the crypto concept, whether it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, like a half a million users, which will be using the, those, will be exposed to the systems without even knowing that the blockchain is running uh, below this. And this kind of great thing because it's actually what uh, all the time brings new adoption to the whole uh, blockchain and crypto uh, uh, market. Yeah, that's unfortunately, you know, uh, crypto, crypto, Cryptocurrencies and blockchain is so technical, um, it's inaccessible for most folks. And you want to make it as simple as possible so people can understand it. So that's, that's great that you're doing that. Um, quick questions to ask. So can you go into a little bit of detail about the, uh, the ads project and then maybe talk about a few others that are in the works that are going to be coming out through Wings? Yeah, sure. I, I, I can only just uh, name you a bit of them. I mean, we still with them in the process where we making a variation. I can give you general, you know, terms. So you will be. But uh, about the the edX project, I can speak the most openly because we already announced it, working with them. So edX basically uh, they, those guys Premio identified. Then there is a problem in the uh, uh, in the ad placement market, which should they basically black box. Uh, as a company, you know, when you using uh, when you put uh, advertisement on Google or on uh, or, or Microsoft or, or on Yahoo uh, or Bing or Yahoo, you basically never know uh, what kind of uh, bidding process your uh, bid is going to. It's all black box. You never know if there are some mistakes in Google process, for example. You never know if there are some mistakes in the uh, in in their general or even not if. By chance, those big companies are playing against you, maximizing uh, your payments to them for their own profits. It's never constant. And there's a lot of fight recently, I mean, in the last years, researches and calls to actions about making those bids transparent. I mean, like, for example, you have today exchanges, and, for example, crypto exchanges, where you can see the order book. The order book is open for you. There are still calls to make such things open for those. Uh, for, for this area of ads uh, presentation. So those guys said, okay, 
Today, basically, Google, Yahoo, and Bing take about 85 to 90% of the overall ad market. But between 10 to 15, ad market is still open. And you see there are a lot of companies which are, you know, presenting their services which are not often covered by those big free mainstream. So they believe that by providing those players in those 10 to 50 percent being able to open uh, their uh, bids and their uh, ads marketplaces, Mm -hmm. they can attract those players or the advertisers who will basically be able to monitor in real time what kind of of, uh, competition their other ads have and then optimize them fly. I mean, the best example would be think of it as a, a HFT for ad display exchange and HFT for a high frequency trading for for a for ad display, which today is basically not possible because it's all closed and box. But once those uh, ad marketplaces are open, those companies again can start optimize their offering their bids, with to show them to users in a more efficient way. And of course, they can also keep a full accountability of those uh, bids, uh, those ads bidding, because they, it's open. They, they don't need to trust that Google doesn't, uh, it's not a mistake in some, you know, it's some accounting or it, it doesn't play against them. And there's actually yeah. a lot of, some companies, which you know, which actually analyze, uh, their main business is analyzing Google reports and oh. trying to find all those inefficiencies and then, uh, uh, you know, uh, helping save big companies' money. So this this was the Alex also seen and be quite excited by excited by this prospect because we see that if it's done right, it can create quite a disruption in the in the ad market. You know, now nobody is speaking about the drawing the big Google and the big companies and, and whoever. I mean, this is of course a, something that we are not saying in this stage, but if you only will be able, you know, to bring an alternative to their close box approach today and be able to eat maybe even Half percent of the or one percent. It's a huge amount of uh, you know business which the company runs, and it's all will be blockchain based. All the transactions, all the app purchase, all the things will be all fully transparent running on the blockchain uh, and be able to see. So this will, can become easily one of the biggest blockchain applications uh, ever in the current market if if they manage to do what they what they plan to do. Okay, and what um, what makes a good company that would be able to utilize Wings, and what makes a company that you think wouldn't be a good candidate to utilize Wings? Yeah, sure. So uh, we believe that the company first needs to have a real use for blockchain. That's quite a easy test which you can apply, which which which, discuss, which can show you yes or no. But we believe that the only a real company which can prove both to us and to the community that uh, it uh, has a viable use for blockchain in its business process can succeed with its ICO. I mean, it's not even proving to us because, you know, Wings uh, once it launched it as a fully decentralized system. I mean, anybody can go uh, either to Wings site or even download the Wings node to his computer and access through it and submit uh, his proposal to the system. We, we are not even, I mean, we, we are just, we are, we are creating a facilitation platform which enables creating those uh, ICOs and DAOs. Uh, Wings never intermediate, you know, the funds never pass into Wings. It's all going directly to those projects. Mm. Uh, this, by the way, a very important uh, 
differentiate from the DAO, where the DAO was intermediary. Uh, in, in case of wings, we just generate new projects and basically start them, and then all the funding and all the work goes directly with those projects. It's never passes through wings. Important thing. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, but 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 getting back to to I mean, yeah, we, we even kickstart companies on the blockchain, including their own unique smart contracts and their own unique tokens. Uh, there never some joint smart contract uh, and token like it was with the DAO. They all were totally uh, decentralized and disconnected. Uh, both each from another and from Wings as well. Uh, but back to your question, uh, we believe that the company has to use a, a, a real use for its a, 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 for blockchain process. You need to be able to prove this to the community that they can indeed create a necessary up, upside to the token once they hit the network effect. Uh, or speaking more simpler, they need to be able to prove to the community that they can translate a network effect to the token holders game. Without this, we do not believe they will be successful. Uh, I mean, they may be able to make some hyping, some noise, some stuff, but you know, people are already learning for this. People are already seeing this, and we believe that the, those people who will be participating in forecasting uh, on, on project success will be able to see through and give their true opinion. So this is number one, being okay. able to translate their own network effect into the benefit of the token holders. And, and this is only possible if the blockchain is a really integrated and important part of the business. Uh, number two, we believe uh, they need to have this, some disruption potential. They need to be able to approach the current, I mean, like the internet disrupted a lot of industries, which you see all the day. We believe that they should be able to prove to the community that their project can disrupt the existing uh, companies. I mean, uh, it's so difficult that all the crypto community very likes uh, disrupting projects. They, they, they very like dream, dreamers, they very like right. to see dreams working on, yeah. So, so, so this project is to show it, it has at least the potential, change how the things work, uh, probably by utilizing the, the power of blockchain and smart contracts, for example, and make it differently and uh, moving the industry into this direction. That's number four. Number three, I believe, team. Uh, Today, you know, it's not like 2014 or 2013, where you basically could, could do ICO with a non-name team where nobody knew nobody and, you know, people just threw money, it's some kind of idea, into some, I mean, nickname on, on Bitcoin Talk Forum or whatever. They have to have a good team, which, uh, which should uh, uh, optimally have some blockchain experience, not necessarily, but should have. Uh, because, you know, many of us, sorry, many of okay. us uh, are often putting funds into team. Not only into the project or the idea, but we also uh, want to believe the team. Because if the team good, even if they encounter some stumble block, they will be able to overcome it, pivot if necessary, and continue forward. So the quality team with a relevant skill set for the project is uh, very important. Uh, I can tell you that for Wings, we indeed managed to collect exactly such kind of team. Our team includes a mathematician on professor level, professor level a legal expert, a Kickstarter expert, a expert for the Chinese area, which one of the most now important, uh, you know, in the, for the crypto funding area. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, people, uh, experts for the Russian uh, community, uh, which also the second one, important one. Uh, developers, with already existing blockchain experience. 
So we believe if projects can provide similar teams, they will have easier times to get a, a good evaluation uh, via Wings and get an optimal uh, funding results. Okay, well, very good. Um, you've given a, lot, given a lot of great info. What, so what's the best and easiest way for um, you know startups to approach Wings and talk to you about uh, whether your your platform would help them get off the ground or not? Yeah. So today we basically we created something called the Early Adopter Program, which enables, uh, which basically uh, provides uh, enables us to provide those projects with a variety of services, both advisory and uh, marketing, because uh, we decided that we want to uh, basically to give hand to hand a companionship to several dozen of projects in order to make sure that all the systems work correctly and the, 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 the idea that we put into our design indeed work in, in, in the real life. So okay. the best way for, for, the, for this project is to send an email and a short one-pager describing its business uh, to our e email, which is info, info at wings.ai, and that one of us will get back to them very quickly. Uh, we will then schedule a call and we will discuss with them and see uh, if their project suits, you know, not even necessarily wings, but use the whole ICO model. We already done a lot, a lot of interviews. I mean, we're meeting like uh, between one to two companies per day and wow. discussing with them about uh, the potential of using the crypto crowdfunding for their needs. And I believe we already gathered some experience which will allow us uh, to either quickly, uh, uh, you know, give feedback to this uh, company or even help it uh, see how they can uh, improve their mechanics, their offerings, in order to get the best uh, possible results and start preparing for their, uh, for their ICO. Okay, well, Stas, that's great. I'm glad you guys are here and you're able to help companies bridge that gap and get to the point where they can, um, you know, possibly use a cryptocurrency model, a blockchain model. So you're providing a very valuable service to people that I'm sure uh, need guidance. So thanks for your time to do the interview. Sure, Dave. It was great. And uh, thank you for your time as well. And looking forward to speaking in the future. Uh, but once we have some pro 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 progress to show to the community and to everyone participants. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking to see you guys behind some of the biggest uh, ICOs and, uh, and launches in the coming years. So, yeah, thank you very much. Thanks, man. Have a great okay. day. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> you have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. 